Hello and welcome to Glorious Living. I'm Kathy and this is Chrissy. Hello everybody. So great to be with you, yeah, Miss Kathy. We're excited good. to have another Glorious Living. We yes. have a great subject to share. I want you to share it with someone, let people know what's going on. It's so good to be able to talk as women yes. and just share about things that are so important during the holidays. Yes, ma'am. And I know that this is going to be a great program. The previous episodes are so powerful. Yeah, we're just getting started. We're, we're right here in started. Studio C, which is kind of new. But I, we believe this is a mandate from God to get together and share things that are important and, and mm -hmm. timely, what we're dealing with right now. Yes, definitely. So if you're watching right now, thank you for joining us in Studio C. Make sure to like this, share with a friend, because this is Glorious Living, and we really want to teach you how to live gloriously God's way. Yeah. And Miss Kathy, it is the holidays. We've yeah. been talking about Christmas, the most wonderful time of the year, and there's a lot of family togetherness. Mm -hmm. And I think this is a really great subject Yeah, and that's to not always about. a bad thing. Exactly. <laughs> no, I was saying... And family togetherness. It, yeah. No, it really is. It's a blessing from mm -hmm. God. But sometimes tensions can get high during the holidays. Right, right. Mm -hmm. That's so true. Exactly. And so I, what I thought would be great to talk about, and you watching right now as well, is family dynamics and how to tame the tongue mm -hmm. and then share your beliefs. Because there's a fine line between maybe things getting heated or, or our opinions being shared and, and butting heads during the holidays mm -hmm. around the dinner table, but also being true to your Christian beliefs and, and sharing it. Can you share a little bit about taming the tongue? It's <laughs> Yeah, it's well, important. It's, it's a fine line. You want to be bold. You want to share your faith, but you don't want to offend anybody because mm -hmm. you want them to come to Jesus, not to push them away. Mm -hmm. You know, and love really looks for opportunities yes. to bring life to a situation. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in boldness, I realize that boldness without love is a recipe for disaster. Oh, yes, that's true. <laughs> and you you know, I have a personal example about that, you know, about the first gumbo that I cooked. I had a recipe for that gumbo. And Ms. My, Kathy, I, you make great gumbo, by the I way. I do I now. had it. But I started out with bad gumbo, <laughs> and I didn't even realize it. I just was doing all I knew to do because I had a recipe, and the recipe was not a good one. And I didn't realize it until we were at a Christmas gathering with my family, and my brother and Jesse, my husband, were talking, and they were chatting about how are their wives cook, and mm -hmm. I had, hadn't been married very long, and they were comparing gumbos, and, and uh, Jesse was saying how bad my gumbo oh, was. Oh, no, come on, yeah. brother Jesse. <laughs> he said, it's so bad. He says, it's like a duck dove into the water and then dove out. It was oh, just nasty. No. That sounds like something he'd say. He didn't tell me that to my face. He was encouraging when he ate it, but I didn't realize that. He didn't want me to cook it again. And so they were comparing, and my brother said, you know, that sounds a lot like Alma's gumbo. That was his <laughs> wife. And then when they started talking, and I heard what they were saying, I re they realized that was, I got Alma's recipe. Alma gave me that oh, recipe well, and that's why it was go. so bad. That's it. Yeah. And so, you know, if you start out with the wrong instructions, things can go bad. And that's how it is in life. People grow up with the wrong instructions. They maybe get, have bad examples in their household or True. their family, or they don't see love really played out or, or acted out the way that God really intended it to. That's but today right. I have a good gumbo recipe. It was really great. <laughs> it was chicken and what was it? On chicken and andouille sausage. But I got the recipe from a cookbook that's our favorite restaurant, Mr. B's. Yes. I modified it just a little bit and actually improved it. Mm -hmm. So it's a good recipe. So you need to have a good recipe to have a good life, a glorious life. And we talked about this on our previous episodes where 
glorious living is possible. Yes, it it's, is. Some people think it's impossible to have a glorious life, but when we found, put our life on the Word of God, yes. it is the recipe for victory. I love that. Mm -hmm. And speaking of cooking, Miss Kathy, I made it a goal this year. I said I'm going to sit with my mom and learn because yeah. I need some prayer. It's it's. <laughs> I not heard the that best. you don't cook at all. I that y'all eat don't. out three times a day. I don't. I've been trying. <laughs> yeah. I have been trying. I need a little prayer about that. But I'm believing. I can have a glorious kitchen with some glorious recipes soon. <laughs> y'all just believe with me that that'll yeah, happen. Yeah. But a lot for many people out there watching right now, this might be their first holiday season coming together with their family because mm -hmm. of the pandemic and things and things going on and and differences of opinion can really just stir stir things up. Right. And there's something called cancel culture out there that that's really pre prevalent in today's society where you want to be bold in your belief system, mm -hmm. but so many people are afraid, oh, I'm going to say the wrong thing, and, and my friends are going to want to, um, you know, divorce themselves from me, or my family might say, you know, just outcast me. It's happening all the time. You mm -hmm. can turn on the news and see that cancel culture is real. What do you say to those Christians out there that, you, you know, they're walking a fine line? There was a message that you actually preached recently when you said you don't want to be a scaredy cat Christian. <laughs> and I love that because we it's don't. So we can't be. It's so true. Well, you know, uh, I, I was thinking about that and how, you know, it's really not. We talk say that cancel culture is new. It's really not new. Mm -hmm. It's always been out there. People try to oppress you. In fact, that's been the, the message of the devil for years. He's had propaganda and spin about, even in the garden, mm -hmm. he, he had brought, tried to bring doubt into the life of Adam and Eve. You know, he spoke to Eve, God, that's not going to happen, and tried to stop wow, their voice. But they right. had to rise up. They failed at that, but we can rise up and, and win and be victorious because mm -hmm. of what Jesus has done. You know, but when you take the time to fill your heart and your mind with the best ingredients, you know, we talked about ingredients yes. a while ago. The gumbo had a... Had, the gumbo recipe that I had began with a really good ingredient, and that was butter, three sticks of butter. Oh, isn't that the truth? <laughs> well, Not but, margarine. Butter. Real butter. Real butter. <laughs> and it just reminded me how important it is to start out with the best ingredients. And the best ingredients is getting to know God, having His Word in your heart, so that when times come and you have an opportunity to share, then you do it out of a, a spirit of love and out mm -hmm. of a spirit of victory. Instead of uh, tearing people down, you try to lift people That's up. That's right. You know, the verse of scripture that you got, you found for us for today yes. is so powerful. It's Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. It's in the King James Bible, and it says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Wow, yes. And that, that's a powerful verse of scripture. People really don't know what that really means. But, you know, your tongue has awesome power that can either produce life-giving fruit or death infected fruit. Wow, I love that how God took that and, and placed it so we can understand it so easily. Mm -hmm. Because when something is rotten, it, it stinks up the whole place. Mm -hmm. And we need to start walking knowing who we are in God around our family, that he didn't call us to be silent. He mm -hmm. called us to shine that light. And I know you did that as well when you were first born again. Mm -hmm. and, and there was just so much going on, but you were determined to share Jesus well, in everything, everything you right. did. Well, you know, I was the first person born again in my family. And Christmas, I considered it an opportunity when all the family would get together. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I remember getting ready and preparing myself and praying and seeking God and looking for that opening. And I realized that 
my life was to be lived in front of them with the love. And mm -hmm. I was looking for an opportunity to love my family. And the best way that I could love them and show them the love is give them what I had, which is Jesus. Mm -hmm. And it, it took a while. It wasn't always on the first lick, you know, the mm -hmm. first conversation, but it, eventually things turned around. Mm -hmm. So we, it is really, an, Christmas time is really an opportunity to get together with fran friends or family members mm -hmm. and just let your light shine. That's and it right. makes all the difference because death and life is in the power of the tongue. Your tongue can determine whether you're gonna speak life to that family relationship mm -hmm. or you're gonna find some ugly words to say that will spread people apart. Mm -hmm. It really is our choice. You know? That's right. And mm -hmm. with social media being how it is and with everything going on um, in today's day and age, it's so easy to get behind the computer screen and to write negative things. And I had, I have personal um, story. When everything was going going on with the pandemic, I, I would write things of encouragement and I would, I would find Bible verses and I'd pray and, I, and God would lead me to share that online. And I found out that there were some friends and some family members that really didn't want to hear what I had to say, you know? And, and then the block button, so it's like, ooh, you, you just hit it, and then they disappear from your life. And you, and you look through, and, and I found out that a few of my close friends who I thought were, were really for me. They were blocking you? They were blocking me. Oh, no, so you blocked. thought they were hearing you. you I thought they were hearing how'd me. How'd that make you feel? Horrible. Oh. It really did. And then, but it tries to, I, I believe the enemy uses those things to really get under your skin and bring offense to mm -hmm. you and, and just deter you from being the real true person that God created you to be. Mm -hmm. So when I first found out that my, my good friend who I thought was, you know, really for me was like, I don't want to hear this Jesus stuff anymore. They totally canceled me <sighs> from their life. It was easy to get a f offense and yeah. it was easy to, to maybe private message them or text them, hey, what's the big idea? You know, like, what happened? I thought we were friends. How do you overcome that and tame the tongue in those situations when you do feel like you're hurt? Yeah. You know, I, I don't always get it right. I mess up a lot of times. <laughs> in fact, Ely, in, in the beginning, you know, I was, uh, I, I had... Uh, lots of times I just put my foot in it. You know, mm -hmm. Jesse would say, Kathy, I can't bring you anywhere because I would just sometimes <laughs> say the wrong thing. I would say just what was on my heart mm -hmm. and in my mouth and it came out and it always, I was always regretted it. So mm -hmm. I, I learned over the years to not always say what comes in my mouth. You know, That's we hear right. about you want to give people a piece of your mind. Yes. That's not really good unless you want to <laughs> give them the mind of Christ. Oh, you know? I like that though. That's and, good. And, you know, if you want to uh, nurture that relationship, if you want to help that relationship grow and bring... Um, community bring unity instead of division. Exactly. So it's important to realize that you have a choice, like we were saying, you have a choice in what you're gonna meditate on, what you're gonna think about, because a lot of people, when they get together with these family gatherings, mm -hmm. before they ever walk through the door, oh, they've yes. already thought about all the things that person did to them. You know, remember when they did this? or remember when I brought this gift and they didn't appreciate it? Oh, you or, right, you say the whole script on the ride, you know, yeah, I wonder they they're gonna trash not. my gumbo. <laughs> I know they don't and, like it. <laughs> yeah, and so you rehearse all of this stuff. You can get in a trap and do mm -hmm. that. But it's important to realize that James chapter 1, verse 1 and 19, it says, Wherefore, my breath, beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, mm. slow to speak, slow to wrath. So wow. if you're swift to hear, it means you're swift to hear God and His Word. You're thinking about, or let the other person talk, you know, instead of interrupting exactly. them. Don't expect the worst. Be, just be swift to hear, and then they just keep your heart open and be slow to speak. And realize that when you speak, you're going to be able to speak right words that will bring healing to the res 
the uh, relationship yeah. instead of uh, bring division, which we don't want to do that. Because no. remember, we said death and life is in the power of the tongue. Of the tongue, yes, ma'am. We don't I want that. that. And so, so if you're swift, swift to hear and slow to speak, then that whole wrath thing is going to be a little slower. Exactly. You're not going to get as angry. Maybe you won't have that temperature will be a little cooler. Yeah, we can calm it down a little bit. I heard it said that two ears are given to us, but only one tongue. So two, our ears are open and they're exposed, but the tongue is walled up behind the teeth. Uh, it, that is so <laughs> And that's true. for a reason. And sometimes, it, sometimes you just have to grit your teeth when people say things they mm -hmm. shouldn't say. And I know it's tempting to say things and respond on social media. Many times I'll read the comments, but I'm hesitant to comment. Exactly. Rarely do I comment. I remember one time I did comment because I just wanted to set the record straight. Mm -hmm. And it... Uh, I couldn't oh, please yes. them no matter what I said. And so. I find that it's so easy for people behind a screen to just type whatever they want. There's no real consequences. They don't get to see the emotion on the person's mm -hmm. face mm -hmm. or anything like that. And things can actually become just misconstrued online or even through text messages. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we, we have a a very small family, but we were brought back to a relative. We kind of had um, a distance. And I think it was because of it was lack of communication through mm -hmm. text messages or just saying something on a text that you may feel you're, you're coming across being polite, everything's fine, but they read it a different way. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of miscommunication. So I feel like it's our job to really listen, like you said, Mm -hmm. and, and to communicate with our loved ones. Mm -hmm. It's all about talking and letting them speak and right. letting God speak through us right. as well, mm -hmm. through prayer. And so sometimes when, when we know we're going to get into a situation with somebody or I'm, I'm with a group of friends that I know think different than me, I just say a quick prayer and I'm like, Lord, speak through me. Mm -hmm. You know, just please... Um, Give me the words to say. Mm -hmm. And he does. It's amazing how mm -hmm. all it just comes out. And I'm like, wow, I know that was you, God. Yeah. And then they call me back, those <clears throat> friends that you'd never expect to want to talk about God. Mm -hmm. um, they text me, hey, I need prayer. And you say, you know what? I planted those seeds, the things that I thought they were not going to receive. They right. embraced it, and it planted a seed. And I know that they're going to make a difference in someone's life just because of that one moment, mm -hmm. which is so great. Right. It's so true. I love that. You know, and we have an opportunity to pray no matter what situation we're in, you mm -hmm. know, whether it's with a group or just with our husbands or just with our family mm -hmm. or friends or co-workers and everything. And when we pray, it changes things. Yes, it does. It gives us an opportunity to really hear from God and help us. You know, I like to rehearse some things sometimes. Yes. And I'm already planning things that I'm going to do around the holidays at my house. And, you know, years ago, I tried to teach myself to play the piano. It's a funny <laughs> story. I really, I played clarinet in, in high school. I didn't and know different that, things, Gabby, so. that's But great. I wanted to play the piano, so I started, you know, thinking that I could really do it, but mm -hmm. it's just, the, I never really continued it. I just did enough to make myself happy. <laughs> and, um, but I put it aside. But this year, what I've done, is just fact, it just came in the mail. I bought some Christmas, some books with Christmas songs, and I want to oh, be able I to put them at the piano and just play those Christmas songs and or practice a few and then set the atmosphere in that way. You know, when you take the time to do something new mm -hmm. with maybe with yourself or your family or learn a new craft. And my sister, Christine, loves knows how to really make those beautiful Christmas She's bows. She's done a great job, oh, my too. Goodness. They're beautiful. One year at the church with the ladies, we actually had a ladies' meeting where we 
uh, we learned that craft and we all took the time. I'd we had the materials out there. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's a, it's a good tool. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> so she does that a lot and she's got a lot of gifts. I have a lot of gifts. I'm sure you have a lot of gifts. I have a lot of great Christmas recipes that only come out around Christmas time. Mm -hmm. I used to make pecan praline candy and, and I used to yes. make, spend a lot of time with that. I'd gather all the ingredients, you know, I make, that's another thing that started with a stick of butter. Uh -huh. Always, <laughs> always, everything good and starts a, yeah, with a stick of butter. I think it's three cups of sugar, I'm not sure, but I think that's so it's really sweet. No, calories don't count during the holidays, though. Well, it God does. wants it shows us to up. eat and have plenty. <laughs> yeah, there's a season to enjoy that, and, yeah. that's, and I love doing that, but I felt so bad at some point because I was making up all this candy and sending it off to people and, and causing them to gain a lot of weight. <laughs> More than anything, I was gaining weight because I had to sample every batch. Every time, and I think that's why sometimes I'm just like, oh, man, I can't cook because I have to taste it to make sure. Mm -hmm. Every time, I just keep eating and eating and then... They're like, where, where to go? And I'm yeah. sorry, I wanted we to make sure it was right. A, a meal with, with friends, and they had a big old spread for a lot. It was a minister's gathering. It was uh -huh. right after, right before Thanksgiving. It was a while back, and uh, I just thought it was so good. And the lady that was sitting next to me was hardly eating anything. She was eating a salad, and I felt really bad because my plate was a masterpiece. <laughs> I started. It's a work of art. Oh my goodness! I wish I'd have took a picture of that plate because <laughs> everything on that buffet line that they had, and they must have had ten different things on the buffet line was in my plate and I just thought it was so beautiful and I felt like where am I going to put my fart first oh man I love that feeling it, it was a good time and so and I was slow to think about where should I put that fork <laughs> and I looked over at her and she's eating a salad then I felt guilty Listen, I said oh, my goodness girl what are you doing it's no time for salads I mean then, maybe you want to just pile on the ranch and put a big old thing of croutons oh no it was a little small saucer oh, good for but her. then she told me you know she was part of the cooking team and she had already sampled everything and tasted everything. You see, so you she don't was, know. She was already full. She was and so I didn't full. feel guilty anymore. So I wanted to taste and partake of everything. Yes. I actually went back and got a second serving of those things that I had just a little too little of. Exactly. You, you know? need a little extra, right? Yeah, that's and right. That, but you see, self-discipline, and that's kind of when we talk about food, sometimes I go straight to the self-discipline because that's something that I sometimes I need to control. You know, if I'm eating too many chips and salsa or something like that, I just have to say, wait, Lord, let's pause. <laughs> let's pause for a second. Let's, let's put the uh, hold on it and go for the salad. But there's just so many things, even with taming your tongue, about self-discipline mm -hmm. and reading the Word of God and, and doing those things um, that are so important. So what do you say to those out there who they may have had a, a problem with taming their tongue or, or they have those relatives or friends that just know where to push the buttons and it's so easy for mm -hmm. them to be triggered to go there. What is, what's some advice or some godly wisdom you can share with holding holding it back and not really in, in practicing that self-discipline? Yeah, well, I haven't always done it right. You know, I've lots of times, like I said, I've regretted some words that I said. I remember there was a time when I would go to, to meetings with Jesse and a question that people would always say to me would, so Kathy, what do you do? Because he did does, you know, did so many things. Uh -huh. He played the piano, sang songs, he, he preached and everything, and I would say some certain things, and I can tell by the look on their face they weren't too impressed. I'd say, well, you know, I support my husband in the ministry, you know, but I don't sing, I would say mm -hmm. that. And I, that's probably why I tried to, to start playing the piano, <laughs> which uh, is good for me, but not for anyone else. <laughs> But anyway, I just remember saying the wrong things once or twice. I remember looking at this one woman. I said, I can tell that you're not happy. You know, maybe you're not, imp you know, you, you think I ought to do something. I said, but, you know, I took tap dance when I was a little kid. Maybe I could dance a few steps for you. So I oh, said that. I love it. And she just stared at me, and then I felt bad. 
Yeah, so realize, she's heard. remember how often when you say something that's harsh or wrong, she wasn't trying to be mean when she said that, but I took it in the wrong way. Mm -hmm. And that's so often what happens when we get together with people, we take it in the wrong way. So let's try this year. I say, why not try to give people the benefit of the doubt? Try yes. to uh, either let it go, let the comment go, don't make a big deal about it, or just as don't assume they meant it in the wrong way. Exactly. Or ask for clarification. What did you mean by that? And... Uh, Try to say it with a smile. Say it with a <laughs> What did you mean by that? What did that? you mean by that right before you go? No, no. But no, it's important. I love it. Yeah. It's so true. That's so true. And then actually just preparing yourself with the Word of God, watching programs like this, stay connect, mm -hmm. staying connected with what God wants to, to show you all through the holidays, even when it's very busy and we're running here and there for presents and different festivities. It's always important to put God first. And I actually have a glorious story I okay. want to share okay. about a couple who established self-discipline and decided I'm going to put God first. Yeah. And so I wanted to share this with Good. you. It's from Canada. It says, we are new partners and we could not be more thrilled and honored. When 2021 hit, we knew we had changes to make as a couple if we wanted our lives to go where we knew they could go. So in January, we felt strongly that we needed to start getting up at 6 a.m. Wow. and watch 30 to 60 minutes of your preaching. In addition, after our church service on Sunday, we come home and watch Covenant Church. I love that church. Yeah. That's my church. <laughs> yeah. The things we are learning have been life-changing. At least twice a week, we will look at each other and say, why didn't they teach us that growing up? I wish I could share everything going through my heart right now, but it would be pages and pages. Simply put, we are so honored to be a part of what you and Miss Kathy are doing. To affect the amount of change that you are and to be partnered with that is such an honor for us. Lastly, know this. We are a couple of beautiful East Coast Canadians that love and adore you guys. See you tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. on YouTube. <laughs> Thanks for watching. I hope yeah. they're watching right now. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Well, I hope they are because, you know, it's so important to feed, your, feed the Word of God, feed on the Word of God mm -hmm. and get it into your heart. And I think I'm glad that they look like they're, they're at a saturation level. They're just That's right. every opportunity they're feeding it into their spirit. And that's why we put so many things on our website, so many things on our, our app, and mm -hmm. as well as on YouTube, all these different opportunities, all the social media platforms yes. that we have. We pop everything we can. We're always putting things almost daily, I believe. Yes, Things daily. on there. And it's it's making a difference. It's touching people. It's reaching them. It's And that's our, our vision for our ministry is to yes. reach people and change lives one soul at a time. Yes. And that's what we're doing. And I pray that this comp, this format, this new program, yes. Glorious Living, is going to help you and challenge you to realize that God has a, a glorious life that's available for you to live every single day, even during, especially during the Christmas season when people's minds are different, they're changed, they're op more mm -hmm. open to hear the gospel. That's right. We have an opportunity to share the love that's transformed our lives and just be the reflection of Jesus that he wants us to be. You know, Titus chapter 2 Verse 11 and 12 says, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying uncleanliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present Amen. world. You know, we have a responsibility as believers to be a reflection of Jesus, like I often say, yes. but also tame our tongue. Don't say what comes into our head because we realize the enemy wants to tear relationships apart. Instead, say what God says. 
present the love of God. Choose it. Let this season be an opportunity mm -hmm. to let the love of God flow through you and change somebody's life. That's what it's all about. That's right. Jesus is the reason for the season. I know it. And I, I just love how we have that opportunity to come here and share God's word with you. And then you can share it with us because we love reading it. So if you have a glorious story, make sure to comment below or contact our partner care team. We want to pray with you. We want to read them, even share them on the show. That yeah. would be awesome. And, you know, if God did it for, for you, he can do it for all of us. And that's what I love about it. We often say Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that's so true. Mm -hmm. If he did it for them, he can do it for you. And you can live a glorious life, no matter if it's the holidays or just any old regular day. You know? Yeah, and glorious living is cap it's, a, it's available for everybody. Yes. Some people think it's just available for Jesse or Kathy or Chrissy mm -hmm. or maybe other people. But that's a life that Jesus came to give. And we said that on our very first program. That's Jesus right. said, I came that you might have life and have it abundantly to yes. the full, till it overflows. That's what I call a glorious life. And yes, we're getting is. ready for our glorious conference that's going to be held in March of uh, 2020. I'm so 2022. excited. 2022. It's yeah, coming. we're already gearing up for it. That's one reason why we launched this program, because we want everybody to realize that a glorious life is available. Mm -hmm. Not only available, it should be lived. It should be a uh, be a life that's refreshing to you. Yes. And, and God has that for us. And every time we come together, I realize that His presence is here. And yes, it's not it just is. here in this room. It's going through the camera and it's touching your Amen. life and changing you and making you hungry for that glorious life that's available. So I no matter it. what you're going through today, I want to encourage you to build you up to know that God loves you. Yes. He has a great life for you. And no matter how good you think your life may be right now, some of you feel like your life may be pretty mm -hmm. good. I think mine's is really good. Oh, I'm loving but I know life. God has so much more ahead. Yes, In fact, does. I have my eyes on heaven. So right now, really, this is just a dress rehearsal. I love it. <laughs> I'm learning so much just from even being on the show. I was thinking about that drive in here. It's mm -hmm. just living in the atmosphere. Like you said, you set the atmosphere for Christmas. Well, you can set your atmosphere for glorious living every day. Yeah. And you can pray and ask God for that abundance and he'll give it to you because he's so good. He's he such is. a good God. He's a good God. And he loves to be good to his kids. Mm -hmm. Just like parents right now are getting ready. They're thinking about gifts they can give to their kids. I'm thinking about a gift I can give to my children, my daughter, mm -hmm. my granddaughter, and my husband and friends. God is looking for a way to be good to you. Amen. And that's what our theme has been for all this year. What shall I do for thee? Yes. And God, that's what kind of God we serve. And what he wants to do for us today is give us a glorious life that will never end, an eternal life. And all that only happens when you know Jesus in your heart. So if you don't know him, you can know the him today. All you have to do is say, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart. I want to live for you. When you do that, you'll have the best Christmas ever. Yes, Amen. I love it. It's already starting the best mm -hmm. Christmas ever. Miss Kathy, That's thank right. you so much. This program, I know it's going to touch so many right now watching and, mm -hmm. and we're just yeah. so thankful. Well, thank so you. Thankful. And thank you for joining me. You know, we're, we're having fun here on the set and we're looking forward to being with you next week. So be sure and tune in because we're going to have another glorious living program filled with great teaching, yes. practical illustrations, maybe even some more recipes. <laughs> I need them. Come on, Miss Kathy. Bring on the recipes, especially in time for Christmas. I want to impress my family. Oh, you already impressing your family, oh, girl. Oh, bring some good Just Popeye's chicken. Just the fact chicken. that you want to. <laughs> It'll happen. God bless you. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.